everyone. Welcome back to Mom of Three with Lisa, your host. If you're just joining me in this episode, um, I've sort of started this podcast like a story where I talk about how it all began leading up to me being a mom of three boys. Um, In this episode, I'll be getting into my first full-term pregnancy journey, which was my very first one after my second trimester loss, which I got into my last episode, if you had listened to it. Um, But now I'll be moving on from the darkest storms that I went through to the miracle of this pregnancy, which you may find interesting on its own with the way it happened. Um, Even though it became a joyous time for us, it didn't lack any challenges whatsoever. (laughs) So, no, it did not come easy even in the least bit. Um, So, as you may already know, I had a huge struggle getting pregnant after my loss. So, if you listen to episode four, I talk about my fertility journey. It took exactly two years from the last time we conceived to get pregnant again. Um, It's actually kind of a strange thing because we conceived again in the same month that we did the last time and he was due actually around the same time as well. So just about maybe two weeks later was my due date. It really made me think about it on a spiritual level, to be honest, because I was so crushed about losing our first son that I actually thought he was coming back to me in some way. I know not everyone believes in that sort of thing. And it's just, Because of the way things happened um, and the way it ended up, I actually thought, wow, like, could it be the exact same time almost two years later, just two years later? Like, how could that be? Um, I know it's possible. It could be definitely coincidental, but it was just after everything, I was just like, why, why the exactly the same, like time of conception and same like date of birth. Like it's just, it's just, it was just crazy to me. And then I started reading into things about a soul not being ready to be born, but well, you know, maybe return at a later time in a different way. And then I started believing a little bit into that because just the fact that his due date was almost identical, it was just really freaky for me to begin with. So um, if I'm sure like you could imagine how nervous I already was because I, you know, it wasn't like my experience was a positive thing. So I didn't want anything to repeat itself either. Right. So, um, anyway, after the whole trying to conceive period with doctors, supplements, fertility scans, medications, ways to have sex, all of that, (laughs) eating and drinking, um, drinking wine and then, you know, partying and relaxing and then just getting into it, eating and drinking special potions. I'm not even kidding. Like I looked into everything. I literally tried everything, you guys. It was so flippin' frustrating and upsetting because I'm like, how could I not get back what I already had, which happened with without all of this craziness and all of these like special you know, mechanisms. I just, (laughs) I never had to do anything like that. Right. So like I said, in my fertility episode, we tried everything, even an IUI, um, which didn't work out. And our last resort was IVF. 
my fertility doctor had told us that we would look into IVF after one year of trying the fertility meds and all the procedures and all that kind of stuff, right? So I remember September of 2016, we said that we wanted to take a break. Um, I, I just, a break from all of the medications and ultrasounds and all of that kind of stuff. I was doing ultrasounds like every week to check ovulation. I had to be there like 6 a.m. in the morning, do blood work. It was, I think, every day for one week, every month, if I remember correctly. It was not fun. It was very exhausting. I did that pretty much over the entire summer of 2016. And then September rolled around and I was just exhausted. I was tired. We were both really tired, actually, of everything like having sex on demand and certain days. And after we got the green signal from the fertility clinic, it was like, it just seemed obviously mechanical and just, you know, um, very unnatural, obviously, like to the way that we were set up, right? It was just all like a setup for us. So, um, yeah, so basically um, I'm thinking back now, I remember every morning, going to do my ultrasounds, I had to sign in with my name and my email to give us the information after the blood work. And there were so many names on the list. And I just went to myself like, wow, so many people are trying to get pregnant and they need help. Needing to come here and do the same thing as me. The list was full of people. It made me really sad, actually, and how difficult it really has been become to conceive and build a family um, in this generation, especially, and how much people are relying their everything on these tests and procedures. Um, Meanwhile, there are people who don't have to do any of this, um, and it just happens in a wink of an eye. So it was just a moment where I was sort of realizing the treacherous road so many women and couples go through just to build a family. Um, something that some people think are so easy, like it's so easy for them and used to be so easy in the past. And, you know, we hear about how people would have large families and, you know, it, it just, it wasn't even an issue. IVF wasn't even in, in existence um, years, years ago. Right. So it was just, it was just sad to see that it, it's come to this pretty much. Right. Um, but anyway, as September rolled around, we told my doctor, we're going to take a break. Um, just go home, enjoy the holidays that were coming up. Um, just not do any more testing or procedures for that matter. Um, this was like right after my IUI as well. Um, so I was pretty down and discouraged, um, after that. So, Um, after that was done and we got the blood work back that it was a negative pregnancy, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm discouraged. Like totally, like I'm done. Um, for now, at least my mind and body were very tired and I just didn't want to focus on it anymore. I didn't want to keep going to the clinic. Um, the constant negative results, it just, you know, um, it was not helping and my husband and And I said, maybe we'll try it again later. But right now we can see, we can feel that we need a break. Um, So fall came around, Um, holidays came and went. We were still like active, 
but like sexually, but not calculating. We're not timing anything, nothing like before. Um, I remember during the time I was seeing naturopaths, I was even taking my temperature to check ovulation, check all the signs for everything that was like prime time to conceive. And even if all the dots were lined up, we always had a negative result. (laughs) So I was like, WTF, what is going on? Like, why? Like, how can this something that happened for us and we had it in the palm of our hand, just, it's just running away. Like it's no matter what we do, no matter what we do, that could be perfect. And like, you know, the best possible scenario to conceive, it just wasn't working. So, and then it came to after the holidays and I started getting really worried again. I'm like, okay, we took a break. Nothing happened in between that break. The new year is here. It's 2017. Let's revisit. So I remember us going to visit my fertility doctor again in February of 2017. We sat down in his office and I got into the plan and the process of IVF. We had also put ourselves down for financial assistance from the government where they pretty much cover um, one round of IVF and there was a wait list for that, I'm sure. But I think they had told us that we were next and upcoming for the funding. So I was like, okay, it seems like this is the route we have to take now, right? Um, We were in the office, and he was going over all the fees and the processes of IVF, and I could feel my anxiety rising. There was so much information to take in, and yeah, sure, you get funded from the government in Ontario for one round of IVF, but that's the actual procedure, There were so many other parts and fees involved that we had to take care of out of pocket. And I was like, holy shit, (laughs) how are we going to do this? I started to get a huge feeling of sadness and doom. And I was just like, again, saying to myself, how did we get here? We almost had it. Like, why are we here? Why are we now like even below square one? Like, this is just, this is just like, we never had to go through this and now we do. And we, it it was, it was just mind boggling for me and frustrating and upsetting and stressful. It was just, yeah, it was, I was not in a good place. So anyway, we went, we went home that day. I started trying to get thing, sorry, tried to think of ways to make money fast so we could have enough to cover all these fees. We just didn't have these amounts readily available because it was like thousands of dollars. So I was starting to go into panic, brainstorming. Um, I even talked to my mom about doing some sort of baking, catering sale together since she does catering and stuff and try to raise money for it. Like I was even, you know, going along those lines. So that month, I remember my period was late. But I thought, okay, well, I mean, my cycle was really not that regular and um, all over the place since I was constantly taking meds and doing all sorts of things to get pregnant and, you know, supplements and all that. Um, Acupuncture with the naturopath and all of that was happening. So I said, it's probably a cycle change and I thought nothing of it. Um, It became like five days late and that never happened. So I was like, should I take a test? Should I just let it go and wait? I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be upset. I don't want to go through the heartbreak again. 
Um, I'm already going through it. I don't need to see that. I don't want to see that negative test. I don't want to see it again. Um, so I vividly remember coming home one night after being out, out with one of my girlfriends. We had had a few drinks that night, actually. And I decided to take a home pregnancy test. Um, something just told me to take one, even though I was like, okay, I could risk it. Maybe it was the alcohol. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, maybe I won't feel so terrible because I'm feeling kind of okay right now. You know, I have no idea. But something uh, compelled me to, to take a test. And lo and behold, it was positive. I actually was in complete disbelief. I thought I was hallucinating. Um, I was in so much shock that I thought it was a joke. Um, I was like, there's no way this, this can't be possible. Um, we're supposed to do IVF. This can't be true. I called my mom immediately and she started crying and I was like, mom, I had some drinks tonight. Like, what should I do? Should I go drink some lemon water? Should I go detox? What should I do? I was like terrified because I was like, I have a positive test, but I like had some drinks tonight. So what am I supposed to do about this? Um, I was so overly shocked and anxious and overjoyed, but also in disbelief. And I thought I was in some sort of a dream. Um, I was like, this can't be possible. And then I immediately felt feelings of dread. And I started having these like catastrophic thoughts, like running through my mind instantly. Um, mostly because of post post-traumatic stress, right? So PTSD from my loss and all of that. Um, oh my God, what if I lose this pregnancy again? You know, all those kinds of things. So I had probably about a hundred thoughts and emotions running through me at the same time. Um, it was overwhelming to say the least. And as for my husband, he wasn't home when I found out, <laughs> but that was already building suspense for me because I, I'm like, I cannot wait to tell him, but I should wait. I was in a tug of war with myself. I even told myself that I would do some cute little reveal for him, the stuff that I would see like on social media, um, what people would do to like, you know, announce their pregnancy to their husband. So if I ever got pregnant um, at that time, that was the like, you know, but at that time, in that particular time, that was the absolute last thing on my mind. Like, no way am I going to be able to hold this in until I plan something like what the hell? There's no way. Right. So. <laughs> He, so he came home about half hour after I found out. And then I immediately told him to come upstairs. I took him by the hand and I led him directly to the test, which was on our bathroom counter, still sitting on my bathroom counter. And he saw it and just immediately smiles ear to ear. He grabbed me and he hugged me and he's like, we're pregnant, we're pregnant. And I started saying, but hold on, hold on, hold on. It may not last. What if it doesn't last? What if this? What if that? And he just said, stop, stop, stop. We're pregnant. That's it. I don't want to hear anything else. I just, he just wanted to just really bask in that moment. And I was like trying to ruin it, <laughs> it seems like. But like my mind just goes to, just was going to the negative so easily. And, you know, this is basically a result of, you know, traumatic experiences, right? So, um, I'm sure some of you can relate if um, if you if you've gone through stuff like this. And my brain is also sending off caution signals, right? So yeah, like past traumas do this, experiences, all that kind of stuff. It can happen very easily. 
So he didn't care, though. He didn't care. He didn't want to hear it. He didn't want to focus on that. He was just so overjoyed. And I'll never forget the happiness on his face. It was really like a beautiful moment. Um, the joy was slowly overtaking like my my yellow caution signals in my brain. So, <laughs> But I have to say, I still had so many reservations and fears until I got the call from my fertility doctor's office. Because like I said, I still didn't believe it. And also because home tests could be inaccurate, right? So I'm like, what if it's, you know, it could be positive, but it could be like a false positive. And sometimes you hear that from time to time. So I think a day or two afterwards, I went for my HCG blood work. And then I think the day after I got an email from my doctor's nurse, who also became my OB, um, with the words congratulations at the top of the email. I was at work and when I read that, and then I remember that moment, that's when I felt the utmost amount of joy and happiness like flooding through me. I was like, wow, this is actually happening. This is real. I cannot believe it. But yes, I mean, it's blood work. I can't lie. Right. But and then that I think that was like my, you know, convincing factor. But, um, after that, I went for dating ultrasounds and all that. And by the numbers and the dates, it was obvious we had conceived um, sometime around the end of January of 2017. So basically, when I was sitting in my fertility doctor's office talking about IVF, freaking out about everything I was hearing, I was pregnant and I didn't even know it. Um, I was like, well, would you look at that? Like, Wow, universe. Wow, God. You truly throw curveballs, don't you? Like, it was just, it was, it was incredible. I couldn't, I just, I couldn't believe it happened in that way. So I started to panic because I'm like, oh my God, I had conceived at the same time two years ago with the baby that we lost. It was just bringing a lot of flashbacks and making it hard for me to just like really just be happy and really appreciate the moment because I thought everything was just repeating itself. That's what it felt like. I thought I was right back where I was just two years later. Anyway, I was trying not to think this way because there was a plan in place for my following pregnancies after our loss. So it gave me some reassurance um, because we knew that I would be going in for um, rectifying the incompetent cervix and doing a cervical stitch, like a preventative stitch. Um, so. But at the same time, it was just so hard to really be excited because I had, like I said, caution lights going like crazy in my head. Um, so I think I'm going to end it off here because I know this isn't really about the pregnancy itself, but I mean, I have to include the backstory because it'll just make it that much better. So um, tune in, please, on my next episode where I'm going to be getting into the details about the actual pregnancy and everything I went through during those nine months and what procedures I had to do to make sure the baby was safe. And I didn't have a very easy pregnancy at all, but um, it there were some hurdles, but at the same time, you know, it was, um, it was a wonderful result in the end. Um, so thank you all for listening until next time. Take care. Bye.